I'm back in the saddle after being on a saddle out in Utah. Oh, Rocco, how was it? Oh my gosh, Utah. I mean, I had always wanted to do all those national parks, right? Zion and Bryce, and it's stunning. Mm-hmm. And I tried not to look at any pictures before I left just because I wanted to be surprised. But wow, that is uh, its a beautiful part of the country, southern Utah. And we also mixed in a little Vegas fun. So what do you know? How like was you your two. brunch in Vegas? It was good. We actually, uh, well, it was kind of, <laughs> it was good. We went to the Cosmopolitan and just had poolside breakfast. After all that, you didn't go to the win? No, because we wanted to mix in some other cosmopolitan stuff. We wanted to maybe stop by Momofuku and some other stuff. But yeah, it was good. You know, it's just, sometimes it's fun just to get a little whiff of Vegas, you know? Yeah. Oh, and you were there before they lifted the mask mandate. Because, Julia, we got there like right when it lifted. Oh, right. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, you could tell there's still some people wearing masks and other, I yeah. mean, again, we're traveling with a nine-year-old who can't be vaccinated, so, right. so we're still trying to be careful and stuff, right. but we, you know, it was fun. We mixed in some outdoor stuff. And my How new, was the teepee? The teepee was pretty good, and we got kind of nervous because we saw the weather forecast, and it was going to be like 30 degrees or something. Right. But it turned out, and I, I booked this, I booked all this stuff like last November, but we, it was pretty glamping. You guys might have even been able to handle oh, it. There was oh, like a heater, I, I electric blanket. Was it a yurt? It was actually a teepee. It was funny. They actually had yurts there too, but we slept in a teepee. But it had like you know a fridge and a toaster oven and a and a electric blanket and so yeah, it was pretty crazy. Wow, you know, I and don't the know. weather was better than yeah. And it's so it's so weird there because it's the Utah desert and there's mountains. So sometimes it's going to be ninety, and other times it's going to be sixty, and you don't quite know how to dress. But we got through it. And my new pro tip is, and this we've done this a couple times. Okay, tell us. Because yesterday we didn't fly out of Vegas till like six p.m. and we and we got to Vegas about one, and we're like, well, what are we, we going to do for you know three four hours? Find a place, find a place that has a pool that sells a day pass. Mm-hmm. And we just sat at the Red Rock Spa and res, uh, Casino for, yeah. for two hours, sitting in their pool and sitting poolside drinking pina coladas. Nice. And in fact, they let us in for free. Oh, they did? Is that a nice place at Red Rock? It was nice. It's, it's like Summerlin, I think. Oh, yeah. okay. And, it's uh, okay. It was just, you know, they had about seven pools and uh, they were shutting down early to have a... a, a Hockey viewing party, and I'm glad that went poorly for them. Yes, that's go it. wild. I, I, that's that's so exciting <laughs> for know. them. I, I mean, actually watched like two whole periods of that game. Yeah, was Casey a, stayed up it, and yeah, watched it. And he's like, they didn't went. score until the third, or yeah. they didn't, you know, but they had to win, and so that's kind of exciting. Very. Yes, yeah, so that's tomorrow so night. Game at seven. Eight-ish? Yep, this tomorrow night at seven. Yep. And then the other big news, Lori's going to bring us some sports casting. Oh, news. well, the only, it's not much of news, but, but this it is was news. all over sports Twitter last night. So the minority owner, Rocco, of the Timberwolves is yes. suing Glenn Taylor to prevent the sale of the team to Alex Rodriguez and his partner. He said, um, according to a copy obtained by ESPN, that they're in violation of the franchise partner agreement. And didn't honor the uh, Taylor's failure to honor the tag along rights for minority owners in the, which allows them to sell. And also, he said um, uh, there's no provision in the Rodriguez lore sale uh, that it stays in Minnesota that the team stays here. Well, that it can't it might be a North Stars hostage situation. Sure, build us a new stadium or we'll oh, go wait. somewhere else. So. 
Anyway, this guy, this minority owner, he's like a has a real estate development company in New Jersey. And um, anyway, so that that came up last night. ESPN broke the news. That's a big deal. That, you know, trying to blow up that deal. And not, Glenn Taylor said, no, no, I'm going to keep it in there. But it's not in the agreement, according to Orbach. And he's would be privy to all this, I suppose, because he is a minority. I don't understand all the details. We'd have to ask Ricey. But yeah, you would, right. <laughs> yeah, we would. Yeah, but, we would. I mean, yeah, Taylor says, no, no, it's all good. Everything's good. No one and believes people are that. Like, yeah. 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 But a lot of people are saying the NBA would make more money. Like, let's say, like, Seattle doesn't have a team right now, or St. Louis doesn't have a team right now, or Kansas City. The NBA would make more money by starting a new team in those cities rather than moving Well, what kind of loyalty there. is that? I know. Well, right. You know what I right. mean? It's like... Okay. Like if somebody wanted to start a team in Seattle, they'd have to pay the NBA like two billion dollars. Whereas if A Rod wanted to move to Seattle, it would be a lot less. And so the NBA, it's the NBA would prefer to just start a new team in those towns rather than move. Rather than move, okay. But we'll see. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, go wild, go Twins. I don't don't see A Rod as like a you know Twin Cities type. Oh, not at all. That's yeah. No, no. I mean, too cold he's selling a, a concealer stick right now. I mean, who the <laughs> hell is buying that? Jeez, Louise! Unless you picked one up for your trip, Rocco. Uh, you no. know, for the, your circles under eyes you got from glamping in your yurt. <laughs> Where? How did, did you, you book, guys book your yurt? Um, like, was it? Th- we stayed at this real. Um, that place was a standalone place. It was hmm. called like Boulder uh, Guest ranch or something yeah, like okay. that and it was actually kind of cool um it was this little town of boulder utah and uh and it was near capitol reef state park and it was kind of run by uh these foodies that really wanted to make a nice restaurant out there and then they kind of reclaimed the land and remade you know they they brought the stream that was kind of flowing through it they they kind of uh, rehabbed it so it had a nice waterfall and when we were there they're like yeah there's going to be this band playing in the barn tonight or oh. whatever and so we went it was a, kind of my first concert in like yes. a year oh, so we okay, saw this well, band called dirt wire and and it was kind of fun a bunch of hippies were hanging out and doing hippie things and my kid was like what is the deal with that a, that grown man dancing like that or whatever yeah we're just like that's how you know that's <laughs> how hippies fly the their free flag man is it a small place like you would have to book this in advance? Right, and they had you know a handful of cabins and a handful of yurts and like okay. a teepee. So, so we, did we you had the teepee? Did you like bike through the national parks? Did um, you hike? A lot of people it? did do e the you know the e bikes are pretty popular out there. Yeah, because and one of the reasons is that Zion it's so popular that they have a you know a shuttle system and it actually kind of was overloaded and people couldn't get a shuttle to go to do all these things so they needed to rent an e bike and stuff, but we would either shuttle in or drive in and then hike we did gosh we did like a hike every day uh, at least one you know yeah how's the little one doing these he hikes? was good and towards the end uh he was missing his new puppy and, oh, and at the end right. we're like hey should we go see the hoover dam and the you know lake of fire and he's like nope, no let's go to that pool so we yeah. <laughs> oh yeah we sat at the pool for three hours and he was in heaven so it was yeah 
Because how hot was it then? Because you got a tan. In both times in Vegas, it was like mid-90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We were there when it had that unseasonably low weather. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure you guys already talked about your trip on the air, but oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. have to Real catch fun. up on you guys. It was and fun. all the fun you guys had. It was fun. It was Lori won. I didn't. Winner. Julia said I have a horseshoe up my butt. She does. Butt. Nice. I don't she does. really. No, but. you do, too. <laughs> I've known you for 30 years. You do. Mine broke in half, <laughs> and I don't know where the other half has been for very, very long. What do you guys play? Slots. Oh, slots. Yeah. Slots. I, neither one of us can stomach playing ten or fifteen dollar blackjack hands. Right. I just I don't know why it's too spendy where we stay on the strip. Yeah. If we went downtown right. or You're something right. like Binion's yeah. has three five dollar right. three or five dollar tables. I'm good with that. Same. It's kind of fun and as long as I don't We were just too lazy. We were too lazy to go anywhere. Did you guys see that new place downtown circa? It's kind of like a skyscraper, and then they have this like seven pools and. Oh no, we didn't leave. No, we, didn't. we didn't leave the compound barely. Yeah, yeah we, except for to go on a little run. Yeah, we barely left. Barely the left the compound. We just were. Well, you're at the Bellagio, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good place to compound at. It yeah. is, and if you do your steps, you know, by the time you even, if we would have gone to the pool and walked back, we'd be like almost done with our steps oh, for the day. So far to walk. I mean, it's so, so far to walk, right? At the Bellagio. Well, yeah, to the pool. From our room? But, Lori, if we did our steps, if what we walked around, just even a basic thing. Yeah, but from where, if you stay stay in the spa tower, it can be a little bit of a hike. But they still have an elevator down to the pool. It's the least farthest walking to a pool area. Mm -hmm. Caesars is the pool that you walk to. Yeah, you do. And walk to. And and the rooms and walk, but... I kind of think the Bellagio, how they've got it's more it. Central. It's a little bit, but yep. yes, we put on the mileage. Julia was convinced we weren't getting any exercise, and then she'd look at her little thing. Oh, <laughs> look oh at we, that. we we're done something. Steps, and we haven't gone anywhere. Right, right. Yeah. that's fun though. All right, listen, when we get back, uh, it's our story we can't get enough of. Oh, this is a hot gossip day, and Julia and I have been here for these stories since the very beginning, and today we learn. Yeah, well, we've been here for so many of these hot stories because we've got Brad and Angelina to talk about and Johnny Depp. And we're going to start with uh, Johnny Depp. So here's the deal. These emails, Johnny Depp is suing the ACLU because they have the email proof. And tomorrow the ACLU has to show the donation proof that Amber Heard donated money. But they penned her op-ed in the Washington Post that she signed her name to. That started the whole thing about positioning Johnny Depp as a wife beater. That's right. That's right. She had documents reveal the ACLU staff came up with the idea for Amber to write the essay now titled, I Spoke Up Against Sexual Violence and faced our culture's wrath. Right. The op-ed went through multiple legal revisions with Hurd's lawyer anxious not to mention Depp by name or breach the couple's non-disclosure agreement. Okay. He then later sued her for libel for claiming the article included references to their failed marriage and falsely labeled him as an abuser. But... These emails that have uh, been come to show the ACLU actually wrote it. And now Johnny has a reason to sue them. Absolutely. And um, Depp's attorney said the emails prove that they know they wrote wrote this false op-ed and were co-conspirators with her from the start. And last week, the actors... And why would they do that, though, Laurie? 
maybe they wanted a, a face for domestic abuse. I don't I don't really know. I always think of the ACLU as being the good guys. Um, right. But last week when D- Johnny sued the ACLU, he wants them to show the receipt of her 2016 pledge to, do- to donate $3.5 million to the ACLU. What if they said, we'll pretend like you did right. if we write this letter and you sign your name? Okay. Because we are trying to... Um, Get a get a bigger face to domestic violence or something. I mean, it's so uh, sick knows? when you think about it. And in her own filings, Amber Heard does not claim to be the sole author. She that she wrote it with the assistance and advice of others. But Johnny wants that donation proof. Did Amber pay it? Did Elon Musk pay it? Did right. nobody pay it? Because this is what started the, the demise of his career and that his reputation. And he is, is lower than a man on the dime yep. in the public's opinion right now. And it all started with this. And when Op-ed it, in the Washington Post. In the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. And it was a thousand word essay. And he sued for libel, saying that it was a clear reference to their failed marriage right. and falsely accused him. And everyone knew whom she was speaking about of in that course, essay. Absolutely. And um, so three years on, the, that's how long ago this letter was. Three, this uh, op-ed, the, the ACLU's involvement is, you know, they're going to get dragged into this lawsuit and they could be a defendant. And they have fought, I guess, they fought very hard not to let it be known. That they co-authored this or wrote it and let her sign her name. Yeah. It's yeah. really, it's really... Oh, it's they really have, yeah, they have till tomorrow yeah and they got so, all kinds of subpoenas um and so and, it initially and the oh. reason though why that the aclu came up with the idea for the op-ed in the first place is amber heard was appointed an ambassador on women's right rights for the organization in late 2018 okay so depth lawyers are asserting that they were trying to make a famous face yes have even more and that You know, Depp's reputation has been destroyed. Absolutely. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's, it's something when you think about it because 
he was, you know, well, first of all, why didn't Johnny call us when we wanted to tell him to not, not marry her? Not marry her. If we could see it coming. We, uh, Rocco, they were toxic such from a day one. It was so bad. Such a middle-aged man oh, trope. It was so bad. 20s. And he bought her the damn horse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they worked on the movie together like liquid rum, rum jumbo. D- rum diary. <laughs> liquid rum jumbo. Whatever it was. But that has been the demise. And then she, then they broke up. I mean, and he won, and then he begged her back because I probably no one's ever broken up with him before. Probably not, but you know? I mean, I will say this. Let me give you some Amber Heard evidence because we, we've tried, we've really, and, and having myself been in, in, in an abusive relationship a, a long time ago, I always do want, to, I always want to believe people when they say right. this. But I did a little. Amber Heard gave an altered, edited video to TMZ. Which made it look like she had a black eye. That's right. Absolutely. She okay. Uh, so she a, ed- she called a friend and she made people the front page, the cover. Remember that? Yep. She got a front page cover. Yep. Then the Hollywood Reporter wrote multiple articles, including that very last terrible one about Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. And she got and the ACLU wrote the op ed report. So she's been playing dirty. Yeah, he's not the one who launched a campaign to suppress the victim here. No. I'm telling you, and we knew we, because right up front, mm-hmm. yes, there were toxic, horrible things that went on this relationship, and we're not dismissing that at all. But for her to take it to the level that, that she did, and all there's proof of is one donation to the ACLU of $325,000, not what she was supposed to do, the 3.5 million. Right. And so. Who and, even knows if it was paid for by Elon Musk, who she went to right or after Jenny Depp? Or not paid at all, right? And they faked it all just so they could use a negotiation. It's really icky. Oh. I mean, and the and thing, that's a breach of the NDA and divorce agreement, right? That's Lori. pretty deplorable. This woman, and again, mm. I will go back to you know she was the one even before that had a domestic situation in the Seattle airport no, with her girlfriend. For, she was for, for hitting, for, for hitting her girlfriend in the Seattle airport, airport and was arrested. No got one speaks years. highly of her yeah, at all. Yeah. Co-workers really don't give a flying Patutsky about her. I mean, toxic people, but, but how the media is able, and I will just say mm-hmm. it to grab a headline and people go with it right or wrong. You yeah, know, you we've know, always had a gut feeling about her, though. Yeah, we have. And the thing is, I, I do wish Johnny Depp hadn't have sued the Daily Mail no. for that guy's column for libel. Because it, it blew it's a, everything up. But it's also a, such a different set of rules, laws, legal rules, legal yes. laws yes. on how it is. It's defamation on the Washington Post and his lawyer was greedy, yep. not versed in British law. And all that happened with that British thing, suing him for libel by calling him a wife beater and a like an op-ed kind of a... I think it was Dan Wooten who yeah. called him that. Was then all the dirty laundry of their toxic up. relationship yep. came out in public. And we wouldn't have known that have if known he wouldn't that. have done if that. If he just stuck, stuck with, with the, the original thing, ebb, which was the original in. thing that he was going to do, was sue her for libel. Yeah. But then no, he, defamation. defamation. Defamation, excuse me. And then he went across the pond. Yeah. Oh, Johnny. So Johnny believes the judge bought Amber's charitable deeds and it worked against him in the final ruling in the UK. So he wants the truth to resurface because he thinks that part of it weighed on the judge. Well, and, and rightly so, connected. and it would. I know. She's a good person. Look what she's doing. <sighs> mm-hmm. Wow.
That's only the beginning, people. Stay with us. This is Lori and Julia at My Talk 107. We've got a lot more to come back Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are being joined right now by Larry Farr. Get growing with Larry Farr. And we're so glad we have you on today because uh, our first question is, are we going to have to cover cover any plants? plants. (laughs) Is Larry there? Sorry, it looks like he dropped off, but he's calling back oh, right he is? now. Oh, okay. all right. Is well, that was now? such a good question, Lori. I'm I... all for it because last time it got cut. He's, he should be there. Oh, Larry. I'm here. Okay. I'm here. I, I got cut off. Yeah. Hey, how are you? We are so good. So our first question is, are we going to have to cover our plants again? Uh, you know what? Maybe. This is, <gasps> you know, I, I, so if you have hanging baths, here, this, if you have hanging baskets, I would definitely bring them and set them in your garage. If you have plants, um, try to maybe cover them the best you can. Plants and planters, cover them the best you can. The thing I'm worried about is if you cover them and it's raining, if you don't basically build a tent over the covering to put the covering on, the weight of the rain is going to do more damage than the cold possibly right. will. All I right. mean, it's going to be... A low of 40, or excuse me, 39 in the Twin oh, Cities. No. So you think for hanging baskets, we should bring them in our garage? If you have hanging, you know what, they're the easiest thing to move around. You know, those big containers you have planted are not easy to move around. Right. Um, so, you know, possibly cover them. The other thing you have to keep in mind is that most people have their planters by their front door, mm-hmm. on their patios, next to their house. It stays a lot warmer by your house. Okay. So, it's it's you know in and also in the there's the heat bubble in the the city itself where things stay warmer yeah you go further out in the suburbs it's going to be colder and if you go even further say out to like Lasur where some people do live <laughs> right. um, it's going to be even colder there <laughs> oh geez okay so last time you know Larry we had you and I know we have a whole list of things to get to but last time we had you on um it was cold too, and one of my medevillas. What are they, Lori? Oh, mandevils. Mandevils. Yeah, is spotty yep. now. It, it has spots on the leaves, and parts of the branches are dying off. Does it just have freezer burn? Uh, it probably got more of a chill. It might not have froze. It just got um, from the cold. And plants don't have to freeze to have cold damage. Um, like a tropical plant, they don't even like temperatures below, say, 50 degrees. Okay. So um, what you want to do is start fertilizing that with a water-soluble fertilizer, like a miracle Grow. Keep it in some bright um, bright light, or, you know, full sun all day long. Keep it well-watered, and it should bounce back from that eventually. All right, gosh, it's, it's taking a long time. Now I have one more personal question for yeah. someone that asks us, wants to know, mm-hmm. are coffee grounds good for the soil? Coffee grounds are very, oh, you know what, it's funny, I'm going to be talking about this on Twin Cities Live tomorrow. Coffee grounds are, are okay for the soil. You can throw them in your compost. That's even better. Um, but you can put them directly in your soil. What coffee grounds will not do is ch- significantly change the acidity of your soil. So blueberries, um, um, hydrangeas that you want to lower the pH. So like in the hydrangeas, you want to take them from pink to blue. Some of the hydrangeas, you can do this too. Um, people will say, well, throw coffee grounds in or throw coffee grounds around your blueberries at like a pH of about 5.0. It won't, it won't change the pH of your soil. Coffee beans are, coffee beans are acidic, but most of the acid 
goes into our coffee that we drink. So when you get the coffee grounds, they're not that acidic. All right, good one. Good to know. And so, okay, yeah. so if you, you have... Go ahead. No, but uh, there's one thing from last time. Um, Lori, you were in with us. Julia, did you return the rubber mulch? Yes, no, stop it. You got rubber mulch? By accident, Lori. Oh, oh. I, I, <laughs> by accident. I, I had a... What I, is rubber mulch? I'm having, like, I feel like part of my brain is kind of missing. <laughs> and so that was a day, rubber, yes. Yes, and I took it out of the garden, rubber, honey. Rubber mulch is basically ground up tires that, you know, some people use them in playgrounds, but oh. please don't put rubber mulch in your yard. All right, stop it. You're shaming me. You You're okay. shaming me in my I, own show. Okay, so we're going to put our <laughs> hanging baskets close to the house or in the Inside. garage. And if we have mandevilles, yeah. hibiscus, jasmine, same thing. Yes, all those okay. tropical plants, those you definitely, if you're going to pick and choose what you're going to protect during the cold weather, it's all those tropical plants that well, you just mentioned. Yep, okay. and that's what I think we a lot of us have. And so even if you got a, a tall stick and put it into the potter and put a sheet over the tall stick so it doesn't have the weight for the rain, yeah. would be something to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And then just make sure you weigh the sheets down with a you know rock or brick or anything so they don't blow away. Okay, that's got the it. Other thing to keep All in right. mind. Okay, so here's the question: If you haven't planted your veggie garden, but maybe you're going to do it over the long weekend, is it too late? Absolutely not too late. Um, tomatoes, peppers, eggplants, all of those kind of things. I have planted all the way into middle of June and had successful crops. Um, Cucumbers, I actually do plant some closer to the 4th of July, so I get a late crop. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's absolutely not too late at all to do any of the vegetable gardening at all. No, not you're, you're, you're not too late. In fact, growing up, when I really learned how to garden, we didn't plant anything in the vegetable garden until Memorial Day weekend. Um, that was back then the traditional mm-hmm. planting date. But over the years, we keep pushing it more and more forward to plant earlier and earlier. So it's not too late at all. Okay. okay. And then how about, okay, so it's been hot, it's cooled down, we've had rain. Um, summer watering tips, if you have a lot of baskets and potted plants, window boxes, containers. What do we do? I mean, what do we do, really? Is there any rule of thumb or is it based on how hot it is or how wet it's been? Common sense. Um, you know, you really can't set it by saying, okay. you know, water every two days. But you, you want to, like your lawns, your perennial gardens and all that, need at least an inch of water or more. Um, if you have um, raised beds, those are the beds that are like 18 inches tall that you know, are laying on the ground, but they're elevated vegetable or raised vegetable mm-hmm. beds. Those need a little bit more water because they tend to drain faster than just ground beds. Then you go to your elevated beds, the ones that are like, say, three or four feet up, or container gardens. Um, any kind, vegetables or flower, they need the most water. And you don't want to let plants wilt before you water. You want to get in the habit of watering them before they wilt because plants can take several days to recover from wilting. You know, you, they'll wilt, you'll water them, they'll perk right up and look good, but there's things going on in that plant that take a lot longer to recover. So try to water before they wilt. Okay, okay. do you like miracle growing those same things once a week? Twice a week? What's your rule there? Um, like miracle Grow, I use that in the container flower gardens, um, and I do it like every other watering, but I also oh. use the Osmocote slow-release fertilizer. So you can get granule fertilizer that is um, both water and heat-activated, so it releases more when it's hotter 
and um, when you water. So I use a lot of this slow-release fertilizer that releases nutrients real slowly. And all of my, if I grow vegetables in containers, I use an organic fertilizer in those. Okay. okay. Oh, my I, gosh. I didn't know all of that. All right. Now, apparently, there's something called, <laughs> there's something called lasagna gardening. Uh, yeah, lasagna gardening, really popular. I did, gave it a try last year, and it does work. Now, lasagna gardening is not growing stuff. To make lasagna, lasagna gardening, lasagna gardening is a layering technique. Um, And I I do think it's been around for a long time. I do think, and thank you millennials for kind of making this thing trendy. But basically what you can do is go out, even in a patch of lawn, mow the lawn short. Um, You can lay down a couple layers of cardboard. I don't like using glossy cardboard because it doesn't break down as fast. But lay a couple of card uh, layers of cardboard down. Remove the staples. Remove the tape. Um, you also could do like five or six layers of newspaper. But who has newspaper these days? Most people don't. So you lay down cardboard. Then you can put some small twigs and branches on it. Then you put grass clippings on top of that. Brown leaves on top of that. Then some compost, some soil, um, some regular garden soil, and some <laughs> composted manure. So you're baking layers like you would lasagna, and as long as you put some compost in it and soil, you can plant in this immediately after you have it done. What so is this? Water the whole thing. Oh, my oh. God. Water the whole thing, and then you can plant in it. Okay, so, so it's a, it's it's a, a labor-saving. Okay. It's a what? It's a base. So, you're, so now it's actually you, it's a garden. You would actually oh. lay the cardboard down in your lawn in whatever shape you want, Water the cardboard, then keep adding all of this stuff, building these layers. And as long as you've added soil or the compost, you, at 24 hours after doing this, you could be planting it. So you haven't had to, like, till up the lawn. You haven't had to, um, like, scrape the soil or the grass away and all of that. You can, it's an instant, it's a way to make an instant garden. Got it. Thank you. We should have led with that because I was like, that sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) what? What's the point of doing okay, well, try that? Lasagna <laughs> gardening is not making lasagna. It's a way to make an instant garden once you Thank collect you. all the supplies. Thank you. That's helpful. Okay. It's, all about, it's all about selling it, right? Oh, my gosh. How about it? Is this the time of the year that we have to think about something to do with our hydrangeas for color? I always get that mixed up. Um, yeah, this is when the you want to start thinking about your big leaf hydrangeas, um, which are the macrophylla hydrangeas. Many of those can turn pink or blue. We've got the uh, like Bloomstruck from Bailey Nurseries is a really good one, part of their endless summer ones. Um, most many times you'll buy them and they're blue because again they're growing in that acid soil. You plant them in your garden, which is generally not an acidic soil. So over time, those flowers will turn pink. So um, again, you have to lower the pH of your soil to make it more acidic, and you can do that with a sulfur product, which you can find in most garden centers, and you'll lower the pH down to about 5.0 uh, or 6.0 or below, and your flowers on those hydrangeas will turn blue again. Which so is so beautiful. you can so turn some hydrangeas blue, blue and pink, but keep in mind, like, the um, panicle hydrangeas, which have the cone shape flowers, which are, you know, usually pink or cream, or some of them have a little bit of red on it. Those you can't change the color of. And the smooth hydrangeas, which include the Annabelle hydrangeas, you cannot change the color of. So you can only do this on some of the big leaf hydrangeas. Oh, Larry, you're just so good you with are. your with your um, gardening and flower tips. We appreciate your time. 
Um, people, you can find Larry on Facebook, Get Growing with Larry Farr. That's P-F-A-R-R, or Get Growing M-N on Insta. And, of course, you're a regular on Twin Cities Live. And you're just, we are Thank so glad so we much. have you in our rotation to talk to. You always tell us so many great hey, things. Well, We'll talk to you again. Have a great Memorial Weekend. You too, you Larry. Too, Larry. And thanks for the heads up on our, you know, botanical things. Are because I don't think of that. I know. We're you think thirty nine? That's not right. freezing. We've yeah. got to save our plants. All right. And we'll, just and and finally, just remember, just say no to rubber mulch. Oh, get out of here! <laughs> I'm never talking to you again. Goodbye. When we come back, Brad and Angelina. Woo. Oh. And wanted to know why why you're not supposed to use it. Well, because it, it's, 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 for play, it's for playgrounds. playgrounds. It's for playgrounds. I brought it on accident. I just thought it was All the, the right petroleum, color. Petroleum, everything that's in the rubber mulch will get your, in your yard yeah. into your ground. Yeah. So don't use it to line your flower. No, no beds. No. Use it to line your kids' swing set. Yeah. Okay, so one of the big celebrity stories that broke yesterday, and it really is probably it is. We've had three big celebrity stories. When Tom and Katie broke up, when Brad left Jen, got Angelina, then when they broke up, yep. and then Johnny Depp. I mean, yep. and it's like, and those guys are in the same you know, age yep. range, but with, when this story broke yesterday about Brad and Angelina and the ongoing custody case, um, the we've always been on kind of opposite sides on this because kind I've of. been more, I more of an Angelina defender and I love Brad Pitt too. You know, I think I know he is do. a great guy and but you've bought I, the Kool-Aid. I, well, I bought the Kool-Aid because it came from his own mouth where he said, I wasn't a good guy and I was a drinker and I'm trying. Sure. So that's all. I was okay. just like, okay, there's room for both sides of the story. What was interesting yesterday and was confusing is the media coverage, uh, is a story into itself because page six claimed flat out Brad Pitt won 50 50 custody. But the story that broke the day before mm-hmm. was that Angelina wanted this judge, you know, that he was unfair to her. So the fact that that came out before this came out and all of this happened like three weeks ago. Right. And it was page six that broke it. And then People Magazine, they, they were like, well, it's, it's it's uh he's tentatively one more time he gets more with time the kids. with his kids yes what, and it wasn't you know the 50 right. 50 and then ronan farrow you know weighs in last night and says i haven't covered this case but i will say as a reporter as an attorney when you see a round of publicity pushing stories about a victory in one side of these disputes there are still a lot of unanswered right. questions right. which are the sealed documents all i say is that this has been I mean, this has fueled a whole entire industry. It has. And then sandwiched with Jennifer Aniston's Friends reunion and their big PR things always overlap. They always do. Brad and Jen and Angelina. Okay, so here. So here. You say that you don't like Angelina. She's vile. I've never liked her. Yeah. Wendy Williams today is on your side. What she said. Called her vile. She's vile. And well, I, for a second, went over to her you side. Did. For a second. But when they got and it married. was Louis Lamp- Zamperlini, you know, yes, was the story. It was unbroken. And that was all because of Lauren Hillenbrand that was on her show. And I loved that story. And, and, and Wendy pointed out something that I don't, I think maybe you've said it to me or you've, I've never really heard it put this way. But what she said is, she goes, Angelina always makes, it, it's always about her. Everybody has to become her. She wanted to adopt. Billy Bob said no. She was willing for him to be gone. 
you know, whatever. They she were married. It's, right. it's always about her. She says she not, doesn't seem to understand that a relationship is a 50-50 compromise, which you've said, what about their marriage or their relationship? It's, it's just that it was all what she wanted to do. She wanted this traveling people. She didn't want to have a home. She wanted to continue to travel and have these world worldly kids when Brad Pitt is a Midwestern guy who seems to me he'd want to take his kids to ball and dance and, you know, theater, whatever they would want to do. He wanted more be stability. Be in a neighborhood, be, in a be neighborhood. with the kids. And she doesn't have friends. And so I'm just going to read you. We got a big Hollywood deep throat. And Rocco, this is okay, see. the only big fight we've ever had on the air was over these two. Yeah. And Lori has, uh, we've always fought about it. And I've always think... So this ongoing... Well, she does have a magic badge, obviously. Obviously, (laughs) whatever. So here's the thing. And this is from a a very trusted source in Hollywood, okay? Okay. That we both that know, we both and, know okay, and but we trust. cannot be named. No, 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 no name. Okay. But here's the thing. This is Basically, like our own anti-lawyer. This is, Brad is a great guy, okay? What he's this had, is, are you reading me from a text? I am. Okay. What he's had to endure because of his horrible ex is beyond belief. It's nearly broken emotionally. She has brainwashed, set the kids against them. Um, when he finally does get to see them, she'll call up the kids while they're visiting with him and remind them that they don't like him kind of thing. And my whole thing with Angelina has always been she has used the kids against Brad Pitt. Okay. Yes, you've and always felt I, very always, strongly and it's, about and that. And I felt less strongly. You have because, because you're not a natural. I'm not a mom. You're not a mom. I'm not and a I, mom. I know, I'm so, going to admit it. And this in all of our years with Ann Tressler and everything, the number one thing is you put the children first, and what's right for them is when they're when possible. Two parents are better than one. When they're both good people. Okay, but anyway, she has Continue reading. continued to go after him. She's tried to go after his business. She's tried to get him for fraud. She's not a good person, and everyone in Hollywood knows this. Okay? Thank God the courts ruled her unreliable, and the therapist, therapist ruled her a lying, manipulative mother. Whoa. Okay? I wouldn't be saying this, you know, again, I'm... I'm not reading everything, everything, but there's been so much pain and everything that Brad has had to go through as a result of this. And it was all because it all started when he decided he didn't want to be married to her anymore. He decided? He decided. Okay? My mind is blown. Okay? He's a stand-up guy. He's a serial monogamous. Um, He doesn't date casually, blah, 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 blah. But it's a good thing he said that we don't know about the true lives of these real people in Hollywood. Cause it would blow up the whole business and the machine because there's so many awful people. There's so many awful people, but basically she has hired a PR team and we've seen this. Oh, she's got a new friend, Ellen Pompeo. We just learned that last month. Oh, you know, well, they both do the PR game. You can't, I, I would agree, they but, both but do she's the PR doing game. an image rehab because she can't get a job right now in Hollywood because no one likes her. No one likes Angelina Jolie. I go to no her one, IMDb. Rock well, she's she's in a superhero doing. thing. She was in the fire. Well, thing. the Eternals is coming right, out. Yeah. Right, fine, but but really, she's not. She doesn't. Uh, my thing always has been since I've met you. If a person doesn't have friends, there's something wrong. With it is them. a red flag. It's I'm a red. Agree. It's a, like a massive red flag. Yeah. And then to use these children against their father. And, and, you know, and what she's done, he's never taken pictures out in public with the kids. It's always her. She takes them, you know, everyone in Hollywood tries to protect their kids and item. She's like, look at what a wonderful mother I am. Look at what a beekeeper I am last week. Look at what a this I am. Look at I'm doing this now. But, but it's, 
when you are a parent, your kids come first and that you don't you want to nurture their relationship with your ex, not you know, break it in their face. You're yeah. not going to get a custody of your dad. Because you and I grew up back in the day when parents did pit us against each other. Oh, yeah. I oh, remember yeah. my dad, your mom's a bleep. You spent last holiday with her. Why should you be again? And, and then your, my mom would say it. And I'd yeah, be sitting there like, you guys made this deal. Why are you putting it on me? So by her wanting these kids to testify now, they want to spend time with their dad. The the lawyer, the attorney, you know, she's on her second lawyer already during this divorce. Yeah. I do know that judge, um, he met with... Child the, psychiatrists. The psychiatrists. The everybody that's been involved with it. He took their... Um, their recommendations and their testimony and all of that. He's not, she's trying to pit the kids against their dad and that's, and his name is Brad Pitt. (laughs) So that's the, that's where I've always struggled with her. Yeah, well that is some good scoop and I'm going to digest my crow. (laughs) Did did everyone hear that? Did everyone hear that? What does that look like? (gasps) All right, we'll be back. This is Lori and Julia.